And thank you, Texas Bixbender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. This is Ranger Doug, welcoming you once again to Riders Radio Theater. And tonight's show is coming to you live and direct from the stage of the Elko Convention Center at the annual Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada. But before we open the chutes and turn this show loose, let me take a moment to introduce Riders in the Sky to you. To my left, that's your right as you gather around your mahogany-encased zenith transoceanic radio this evening is the young gentleman who plays a string bass in our trio, the prince of the penny slots, Too Slim! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Oh, God. Thanks, Ranger Doug. Ranger Doug, I, I've got a poem. I've got a poem from Ogden Nash, the cow is of the bovine ilk, one end is moo, the other milk. Ha! <laughs> Thank you, Slim. Thank you. To my right, your left. The king of the cowboy fiddlers, Woody Paul! Slim, just another quarter. I know I'm going to get ahead tonight. I know it. But I'm already ahead because look who's to my left. None other than the idol of American youth himself, Ranger, Ranger Doug. Thank you, and before we go any further, it's my pleasure to introduce our orchestra under the direction of Joey the Cow Polka King. Thank you, let's tell these folks why a cowboy has to sing. Yippee-yay, and the day home we go, for a cowboy has to sing. And a cowboy has to yell Or his heart would break inside of him At the gate of the home corral When each new day is born I go riding Yippee-yay O'er the wide open plains I roam Yippee-yo Till the sun in the hills goes a-hiding Yippee-yay There will always be someone there when I get Yippee-yo. home Yippee-yay 
yippee-yo, in the day home we go. For a cowboy has to sing, and a cowboy has to yell, or his heart would break inside of him at the gate of the home corral. When the long day is done on the prairie, there's a low-hanging sun in the sky. Around the home corral we will tarry, and we'll sing of the roundup in the days gone by. When the day home we go, for a cowboy has to sing, and a cowboy has to yell, or his heart would break inside of him at the gate of the home corral. Here's a tired pony, glad that it's over With a song in my heart, so am I Tonight we'll be resting in clover And we always will until the day we die Yippee-yo, when the day home we go For a cowboy has to sing And a cowboy has to yell Or his heart would break inside of him At the gate of the home Returns right after this timely message from Mammoth Marketing. Here's El Philo, Larry Mammoth. Friends, it's back. Yes, due to sensational demand and a Republican administration, Mammoth Marketing encores its fabulous household utensil of a thousand uses, the famed tool kit in a holster. <laughs> this marvelous high-caliber tool is the easy way to solve all your household handyman hassles. What you doing there, Loretta? Oh, heck, honey, I'm tenderizing this cheap chuck for our cookout tonight. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Well, wait a minute, baby cakes. Hey, listen, wait a minute. What is it, sugar plum? Let me tenderize that thing for you, honey pie, with my new toolkit in a holster. Huh? Toss that sucker up in there, there. All right, lamby pie. <gasps> wow, nice piece of shooting there, sweetheart. <laughs> I heard that. Scrape it off the ceiling and throw it on the grill, mama. <laughs> Boy, talk about a fun cookout, but hold on, here's another use for this fantastic tool. Sugar Plum, can you help me open this here jar of pickles? Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Stand back, baby cakes. Boy, it's so nice to have a man around the house. It sure is, baby cakes. <laughs> Especially when he has a toolkit and a holster. Yeah, I'm going out to change the oil in your car for you, baby cakes. <laughs> Okay, Sugar Plum, but be careful. Remember the last time how you skinned your knuckles and all? Yeah, well, not this time. This time I'm using my toolkit in a holster. Open that crankcase up. Look out, baby, I'll show you what I mean. <laughs> wow, boy, you sure had a gush gusher that time, Sugar Cube. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Of course, I'll have to weld that hole shut, but no skin knuckles. <laughs> Friends, you probably expect to pay big bucks for this amazing product, but if you act now while supplies last, you can get your very own personal toolkit and a holster for only $9.99. Yes, $9.99. And if you're one of the first million callers, I'll also send you absolutely free the equally amazing toolkit and a holster holster. Here's how to get yours. To order yours, have your Visa, Albanian Express, or MasterCard ready and call 1-900-TOOLKIT or 1-900-HOLSTER. Do it now, and remember, this is not a toll-free call. Well, return with us now to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, Texas Bix. 
Saddle Pals, it's guest time on Riders Radio Theater, and usually this is, well, kind of an uneasy time for me, since Too Slim is in charge of booking our guests. Yes. But since we're doing this show at the Cowboy Poetry Gathering, and there are cowboy poets, songwriters, and storytellers from all over the West, all over this town, well, I don't think that even Too Slim could go wrong and fail to find us a wonderful guest for our show. Who'd you I, get tonight, Slim? I didn't fail, Ranger Doug. I booked two great guests. And I suppose one of them's a banjo player. No, we have no banjo players, <laughs> but I did book a wonderful cowboy singer and a great cowboy poet. Really? Well, well, who's our singer tonight? Well, it's our old buddy from Fort Worth, Texas, Don Edwards. Don Edwards. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. He's here. What a voice. And, and how about the poet? Well, uh, and also Wally McRae, the great cowboy poet. Really? But, uh, I know, but wait a minute. Slim, wait a minute. You, you did yourself proud tonight. It looks like Wally might not make it because his horse threw a shoe somewhere southwest of town. He's still not even at the gathering, Ranger Doug. I'm kind of worried about him. Well, let's don't give up on him yet, Slim. Knowing Wally, he'll, he'll make every effort to be here because it's the, the cowboy, cowboy way. But meanwhile, let's get Don up, Ranger Doug. Why don't you introduce Ladies him? Ladies and gentlemen, Don Edwards. All right. Thank you. Thank you, boys. Nice to be with you today. Don, you're from the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area, aren't you? Uh, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. What's the difference? Dallas is, I mean, Fort Worth is where the west begins, uh -huh. and Dallas is where the east peters out. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to use the same in the same breath, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're ready for you to sing one, and we're mighty proud to have you on the show. Well, thanks. It's nice to be here, and uh, I picked out a little song for us today. It was written by one of my favorite songwriters, Cindy Walker. I know you're all familiar with her songs. You probably do a lot of them. And uh, this is one of my favorites. It's a thing called Dusty Skies. Dusty skies I can't see nothing inside Good old Dan, you'll have to guide me right If we lose our way, the cattle will stray the grass and water's gone But I've got to keep the cattle moving on Sand blowing I just can't breathe in this air Cause I thought it would soon be clear and fair The dust storms played hell With land and folks as well Got to be moving somewhere Cause I hate to leave the old ranch so bare 
But I got to be moving somewhere Oh, get along, doggie We're moving off of this rain And I never thought as how I'd make the change Now the blue skies have failed And we're on our last trail Underneath those dusty skies And these ain't tears in my eyes Just sand from these dusty skies. Thank you very much. Thank you, boys. Yes, Don Edwards. Don Edwards. Thank you, Don. Thank you very much, Don. Riders Radio Theater is funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and is a production of Mammoth Radio Pictures in association with WPLN Productions. This show is coming direct to you from the Cowboy Poetry Gathering at the Elko Convention Center in Elko, Nevada. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 10 of the exciting Western melodrama, Mystery of the Lost Ozone. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, when last we left our intrepid trio and their faithful sidekick side meet, they were returning to their home in Tumbleweed Valley from a miserable Hawaiian vacation. A vacation that had seen them pushed overboard on the high seas. Then swept up in Typhoon Oprah and marooned on an uncharted cannibal isle. Escaping the cannibal's two-pot, they were stranded in Hawaii without a penny before being swept back to the mainland by a hot air balloon via the jet stream. But all this and more could not stop our dauntless cowboys from returning to their home on the range because they'd learned that the arch-villain Slocum and his evil lackey Charlie were behind all their misfortune and that Slocum had stolen the deed to the famed Triple X Ranch. What they did not know... But whatever it is, we know it's no good. Exactly, Too Slim. What they did not know was that Slocum was waiting on them, and when the riders emerged from the Grapevine Pass and entered Tumbleweed Valley, they began to get a clue. Gosh, fellas, look at the valley. It's all withered and brown. Yeah, and that mutant prairie dog that scared my horse back there had to be at least six feet tall. Not only that, but all the tanning salons have gone out of business because the sun's so strong it tans you right through your clothing. What the ding busters is going on around here? It's time to find outside me as we present episode 10 of Mystery of the Lost Ozone entitled Copper Tone to the Bone. <laughs> as we join riders in the sky, they have just returned to the famed old Triple X Ranch. It's late afternoon and they're relaxing on their front porch while side meat is in the kitchen fixing some beans for dinner. Gosh. I love sitting out here on the front porch of the ranch house in the late afternoon, watching the sun disappear over Devil's Tower. Wait a minute. I thought we always sat on the back porch and watched the sun come up over Devil's Tower in the huh. mist. Huh. huh. I think we used to, Woody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look! There's two Devil's Towers! What? 
What does this mean, Ranger Doug? It means we'd better take a ride out to this new Devil's Tower and take a look at it first thing in the morning. We're out here in the porch, side meat. What is it? Look here. Look at what these beans do when you start cooking them. Wow. Look at them little blue sparks. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, snap, crackle, and pop. Ha! Just like my cereal. Ha! What kind of beans are those, side meat? Why, them's my newly discovered O3 beans. I found them growing wild on that Bula Bula Island we've washed up on. Remember Ranger Doug? Well, I sure do, side. I named them O3 because they're three to a pod and they got little O's on them, see? Oh, I see. All right. Uh, are we going to have to eat these things, side meat? Of course we are. They're beans, ain't they? I don't know, side meat. You don't often see that color in food. You namby-pambies, I'll put them back on. We'll let them cook a while longer. Uh, they'll be all right. Meanwhile, I'll bring some lemonade out. Well, our favorite cowboys find their double devil's towers and electric beans two very familiar and very contemptible villains are galloping along the Rimrock Trail high above the famed old Triple X. When suddenly... Wow! Hey, hold up, Charlie. Wow. What is it, Slocum? There's smoke coming from my ranch house down on the Triple X. You got the binoculars, Charlie? Take a gander down there and see what's going on. Right, boss. Let's see. There's there's some horses down there. Yeah? One of them's the amazing Turbo, too. What? That's the late Ranger Goody Two-Shoes' horse. Yeah, boss. There's some cowboys on the front porch. How many cowboys, Charlie? Well, there's one, two, and uh, what comes after two, Slocum? Oh, never mind. Give me those glasses. Let's see now. What? What? Those cowboys are riders in the sky. That can't be. They're dead. Right, boss. We pushed them overboard in the Pacific. I know, but but there they are. You know what this means, don't you, Charlie? Right. That place is haunted. Those cowboys are ghosts. Let's get out of here. Charlie, Charlie, get a hold of yourself. No, no. Boss, we gotta go. We gotta run for it. Charlie, what do you think this is? Armageddon? Yeah, and I'm a getting out of here. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, take that. Ooh. And that. Uh. And this. Ooh. And that. Ooh. And that too. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. I needed that. Right, boss. Come on, it's a long way, but let's get back off this rim rack and go see what's happening down at the old Triple X Ranch. Boss, what about the ghosts? <laughs> Don't worry, Charlie. When we get there, we're gonna do a little ha, ghost busting. Right, boss. <laughs> Come on, let's ride. <laughs> when there's something weird in your neighborhood, who you gonna call, Charlie? I don't know, boss. Who? Ghostbusters, Charlie. It's right, a song, see? Right, yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, totally unaware that they're about to be slimed, riders in the sky notice a heretofore unseen figure emerge from the afternoon haze and lead a limping horse up to their front porch. Who's that coming up the trail? I don't know, Slim. Why, well, he sure looks familiar. Uh, why, uh, it's, it's Wally McRae. Oh, hey, hey, Wally. Howdy, Sidney. Howdy, riders in the sky. Howdy, Wally. Welcome, welcome to the Triple X range. Well, thanks, fellas. Whew, boy. What's going on around here? This is the hottest place I've been this side of Death Valley. Why, I believe I'm getting sunburned right through my clothes. <laughs> here, try some of this copper tone to the bone sunblock, Wally. Well, thanks, Sidney. Hey, what's the matter with your nag? Why is she limping? Ah, uh, she threw a dang shoe a while back. I'm late to the cowboy poetry gathering up in Elko because of it. Well, well, I got a couple of radios out back. Take one of them if you want and shoe her up. <laughs> of course, it's a black wall, and I see your pony sporting white walls. Oh, I don't mind that. But these aren't radials you, I've got on her now. Don't you think we ought to be mixing our treads? I don't think so, do you? He's right. 
You know, one radial with three normal bias shoes will give it a mighty unstable ride. Well, uh, uh, then why don't you take both those radials and put them on the hind feet, and then rotate your two best shoes up front. That'll smooth out the ride and give you a spare to boot. <laughs> Great thinking, side, and thanks. Yeah, well, uh, no problem. Hey, I'll go check the beans. They're probably ready, and, and I'll bet you could eat a bite, too, Wally. <laughs> Come on, Wally, I'll give you a hand with that chewing. Meanwhile, on the long trail down from the rim rock, Slocum and Charlie are on the same song, second verse. Okay, Charlie, now get ready. Right. I got another verse. There's something weird and it don't look good. Who are you gonna call? I don't know, boss. Ladybird Johnson? Ghostbusters, you idiot. Oh, right. yeah, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Wally McCray has finished shoeing his horse and has joined the Riders in the Sky on their front porch in a bowl of O3 beans. Side meat, now that these O3 beans of yours have quit popping and sparking. They're not so bad. In fact, they're the best beans you ever made. Pretty good if I do say so myself. Huh? Yeah, they smell so fresh and clean, too. They're not, not like most beans. Yeah, they're different, but they're delicious. I'm going to have another bowl. How about you, Wally? No, I'm fine, Slim. They're mighty good, but I'm going to have to be going. Much obliged for the radials and the beans, I'd meet. Well, I don't mention it, Wally. Say, you know that poem you wrote, Reincarnation? It's really helped my career. I'd do it wherever we go. Well, you're welcome to it, Side. Hey, Wally, before you go, you don't have any new ones I could borrow, do you? Much. Yeah, I, I've got one called The Ballad of the Not-So-Easy Rider. Well, let's hear it then, by golly. Right. I'm in a saloon perched on a stool, the lion and laughing just like a fool, when a pall fell over the assembled multitude. So I looked around to see just why our party suddenly seemed to die, and I seized this great big scruffy biker dude. He wore a head rag like old Willie and a Levi coat that looked plumb silly because the arms was gone and so was part of one ear. And he wore studs and chains and a Nazi cross and I was kind of at a loss to figure out why this biker showed up here in a cowboy bar. But I didn't care. I always practiced laissez-faire. As long as a feller kept his horns pulled in, live and let live, says the code of the West, so usually I never messed with folks because being different ain't no sin. But this Harley hand was loud and rank, and he opined as he swore and drank on things that dang sure went again my grain. He cussed them pimps and wimps and wops and the FBI and assorted cops and women with words both graphic and profane. Though he was big and rank and mean and looked as tough as a thrashing machine, my duty was plain as the hairs on his nose to see. I had to defend the code of the West. Subdue this varmint, destroy this pest, make him recant his evil words on bended knee. And I'd be like Rambo. <laughs> and Lash LaRue and Harrison Ford and John Wayne too, I'd slay Goliath just like David done. He'd soon go crashing to the floor and say, enough, you won this war. He'd cringe and cower as humble as a nun. And folks would say, old Wally, he done good. He's a hero in this neighborhood. Or he never cut that biker any slack. And of course, I'd be modest-like and shy as they praised me to the sky and bought around and clapped me on the back. Yes, sir. Then, out of my reverie, I sees this monster approaching me. So I silently says, come on, make my day. <laughs> then he says to me, you cowboy creep. How come it is you smell like sheep? And I says back, I I anything you say. <laughs> yeah, let 
Lash LaRue or Sly Rambo or John Wayne give this dude a go, but me, I won't offend him no, no way. It wouldn't take no uh, dietarian to know he ain't no vegetarian. He'd probably eat a side of beef a day. Oh, I could have took him. Ain't no doubt. But I'd have uh, probably scattered his teeth about or maybe killed him, which had been a mistake. And them carnivore ranks is already thin, and we need meat eaters just like him, so I turned him loose to let him propagate. <laughs> Well, boys, use that in good health, and thanks again for the beans and the radial shoes. Now, I gotta get on up to Elko for the Cowboy Poetry Gathering. We'll be seeing you. So long, Wally. Adios, amigo. See you later. Thank you. As Wally McCray rode away, the fading sunlight revealed two sinister figures riding in from the opposite direction. Hey. There's two men on horseback riding in from the old Rimrock Trail, fellas. Gosh, who could it be at this time of day? Why, it's... Howdy, boys. Slocum! What are, what are you, you doing, doing here? here? The question is, what are you boys doing trespassing on my ranch? Your, Your ranch? ranch? That's right, my ranch. I guess you boys don't know you're dead. <laughs> and that before you died, you signed this place over to me, your old friend. <laughs> what? I know we've been through a lot, but we're we dead? Ranger Doug, is that true? It most certainly isn't true, Slim, none of it. And he's not our old friend either. Slocum, I don't know what you're up to, but I don't have to. This is our ranch, we're in perfect health, and even if we weren't, you're the last person we'd ever let get his hands on the old Triple X. Oh yeah? Well, the law's on my side, cowboy. <laughs> That'll be the first time. Slocum, get off of my land! Now, boss. Now, we'll let the law take care of this for us. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> right, the law. <laughs> Ranger Doug, what, what does he mean, let the law take care of it? I don't know, Woody, but I don't have to know. Let's get a good night's rest and we'll figure this out tomorrow morning. Oh, great idea, Ranger oh. Doug. And so the long day ended. Our weary cowpokes trundled off to bed and slept the sleep of the good. Until six o'clock the next morning when a pounding on their door woke them up. Uh, what's, what's going Whoa. on? What is it? What's what in tarnation going on out there? Well, let's go see. Sleepily, the riders opened their ranch house door and found... Hi, Hi Sheriff, Sheriff Drywall. Howdy, boys. Here, this is for you. What's this, Sheriff? Well, out there's a summons for you people to appear this afternoon in Judge Wichita Wapner's courtroom. A summons? Why? Well, because all of you are legally dead, and being here makes you in violation of a half dozen town ordinances, that's why. On top of that, you're impersonating live cowboys and trespassing on this property, which, when you were alive, you signed over to Mr. Swineburne Slocum. But, but, Sheriff Drywall, we're not dead. We never were. You can see that. And this is still our ranch. We never signed it over to anyone. Yeah, well, all you felons have something like that to say now, don't you? But, but, but... See you in court, son. Oh, no. Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Are they really dead? And what about Slocum? Why do we keep reminding you of Side Meets O3 Beans? To find out, tune in next week when we'll hear Drywall say... Here, Judge, this is, these are the dead people I was telling you about. And side meat say... Remember my old three beans, mouse. Oh, it's high courtroom drama you won't want to miss. Next week in episode 11 of Mystery of the Lost Ozone, entitled Dead Men Don't Yodel. Coming next week to this Theater of the Mind. And now, here again, our America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cow, Polka King, Don Edwards, and Rock Wally McCray. 
Thank you, Saddle Pals. Let's saddle up and ride on out of here. Thanks again to Don and Wally for joining the show. Till next week, same time, same station. So long, Saddle Pals. It's been so good to see you. Farewell, Saddle Pals. We really hate to leave you. But the doggies are rolling round the pines now. A prairie moon is calling from a starry western sky. So farewell, saddle pals. Our parting brings us sorrow. On down the trail, we'll find a bright tomorrow. Keep those faces smiling round your home corral. So until we 